Art Next Door Prepared by Tuche Eren Art Next Door features the independent art scene in Neukölln and Berlin. Free Community-based art Socially engaged artistic practice Artist-led project spaces Collectives Emerging and young artists News and interviews will be broadcast in Art Next Door on Keith FM. Hi everyone, this is Tuche and here is the third episode of the Art Next Door. In this episode, I talk to some of the members of Zonateca, a project space and co-shared working space located in Hoprechtstrasse 54 in Neukölln. Unfortunately, the founder of the space, Mate, who was not available to join the conversation, but thanks to Viola, Pierre and Philip, who introduced themselves, their upcoming projects and structure of the space. Um, thank you so much all for joining this Zoom-based interview. And I'm very happy to uh, talk about how Zenoteca established and then what you have been doing and then what is your upcoming project. So before we start the Zonateca, could you please um, introduce yourself to our audience? Okay, so uh, I, I take the voice and uh, my name is Viola Lukac. I'm a curator and uh, art producer, culture producer. Um, and I'm delighted to be here and having this conversation with all of you. I would like to introduce Mate Felesh, who is a, an artist, a maker, and the founder of Sonoteca. And we also have uh, Pierre de Paz, who is an artist and um, also a um, lecturer at the NYU Berlin uh, faculty and primary working with new media, sound, computing, and programming. I would like to also introduce Philip Schulke. He's an artist and photographer, and both of the recently mentioned artists are uh, coming with a new project to Zenoteca. So that's how we can get uh, more insider information today. I'm happy to introduce the, the history of Zenoteca. Uh, it was founded in 2014, and it's located in uh, uh, Neukölln at the Hobrechtstrasse. Uh, which is a very vivid uh, uh, street of uh, the Neukölln cultural communities. Uh, but it wasn't the case back in 2014. So what is interesting, the, the huge windows, which are used these days as uh, exhibition displays, were painted uh, with dispersed because the, the area used to be more um, dangerous uh, or red less gentrified so they basically wanted to be feel safe and secure by covering the windows and uh, during the course of this almost a decade the the environment and the district has changed in a way that Zenoteca basically became a sort of uh, public space opening to the street and uh, bringing art culture technological workshops and um, uh, other kind of um, designer workshops to the people, by the people in Neukölln. Uh, so at the, the, the space itself is 200 quadrat meter large. And at the moment um, hosting 10 different uh, designers or artists 
um, on a regular basis. So they work there on a daily basis. Some of them are making um, redefinition of furnitures. Others are doing sound design or post-production. So the profile of Zenoteca is more, can be defined as a multidisciplinary uh, project um, and uh, creative makers space. Uh, and it's very important to see that this, this Lillian institution could not be exist without the, the collective contribution, all the artists, collective producers and the micro community surrounding Zenoteca. So we have a relatively active reach uh, to between two and 5,000 people. But the interesting thing about Zenoteca is not a, a fixed close community who is always visiting the programs, the workshops, the exhibitions, the space, but it's always changing because Zenoteca is open, is open to, to receive projects from outside and it's also open to present the works by those creatives, designers, artists who are working inside of uh, Zenoteca. That also makes the whole um, economical situation of Zenoteca quite precarious, meaning that the, the main income comes from the contribution from these 10 designers and artists because they are covering the regular cost uh, of the space. And then there are the events or different projects, including exhibitions, reading groups, yoga sessions, experimental performances, uh, which are also bringing a little money uh, to the space and which are often supported by cultural fundings or private foundations. And uh, maybe the last, but also very important and emerging profile of Zenoteca is the production. So doing production in technologically engaged creative or designer uh, projects, doing production in art. So working closely with artists such as Philip Schulke, uh, who is not only going to present an exhibition at Zenoteca, but also since almost the beginning, he's engaged with Mate Felesh to make a, a, a new way of art or a new new way of expression for his art. So these are the, the major profiles and principles to the, um, to the space. And also important to mention how um, Zenoteca is integrated to the uh, local Berlin art scene and also to the international art scene because Zenoteca is taking active uh, contribution in to various festivals happening uh, in Berlin. And uh, for instance, Transmediale or 48 Stunden Neukölln. And there are other festivals. Um, I took some notes. Maybe you guys can help me out with this. Pictogram, uh, Forspiel, yeah. So like regularly coming festivals, which are not happening only one place, but they are kind of rhythmatically distributed uh, in the texture of the city in Berlin. And that's also um, providing a, a very exciting, diverse community to Zenoteca. I understand the structure. We are also doing something similar that we share the space and cover the expenses. And, but yeah, it's very precarious. Uh, but as a collective, are you also applying for fundings to just reduce the 
contribution from the members, but I just have more funding to cover, have more space to do events and projects, how you are working with the funding structures. Yes, yeah, Zenoteca as a, as a legal entity is applying time to time as a space. And also the culture workers, artists, designers who are connected to Zenoteca, they apply themselves. And when there is a, a funding coming to a project, then Zenoteca is able to host those events. So it's a relatively sustainable model. Of course, it always goes from project to project. And some projects, Zenoteca is supporting themselves to happen. And other projects are bringing more funding to Zenoteca. So I would really direct this question towards uh, uh, Pierre and Philippe. Like, how do they feel their own um, connection or relationship? this uh, space and the people and the community and what are they are they planning to to happen in the coming two months so uh, i can start um, my name is pierre and i started working with mate um, in zenoteca about two and a half years ago um, where uh, we met through one of the exhibitions that was happening there a play a theater play actually and and there was a sort of gap in his planning for uh, using the space over the over the summer. So uh, a collaborator and I um, uh, offered some possibility to uh, this idea that we had to uh, to uh, and occupy the space for for three weeks. Um, and so we made a first run installation, um, and it was all very spontaneous and informal, and, and in a, a very just enjoyable way to work. Uh, and I really enjoyed um, the the sort of um, paradigm, I would say, of whatever is exhibited at the at Zenoteca is made at Zenoteca. So all of the, the workshop uh, tools and uh, skills and know-hows that are there are are being put to uh, put together uh, to help artists realize their works. Um, and so that was the first part. And then I sort of uh, switched gears where. I also work with technology in my uh, in my other lives, and so I helped Mate set up uh, uh, multiple um, CNC machines. So we started with a uh, a vinyl cutter to have um, to be able to print vinyl for for the for the shop window and for the wall. Then we set up a um, a two dimensional CNC machine to uh, to make uh, to cut foam and wood, which then he used for workshops that he did with uh, high school students in in Neugön, as well as some workshops that we did together for university students and, and young artists last summer. And now I I just I went back to the artist part, where I just installed a piece in the shop window for um, the coming week, um, which. Uh, which is a, a connected installation of a, a endless printer, which prints out um, rolls and rolls and rolls of paper for right now it's about 70 hours straight, which is connected to a website and anyone who can visit that website can contribute to the stream of consciousness that be, that's being expelled from the printer. And so that's on view uh, since last Friday until next Friday. I was just uh, gonna say that I met Mate just a year ago or less than a year ago and um, he was very um, 
pleasant to talk to him because he had a very organic process, just like my work is a is is shaped more often by luck and and how and things come to me. And um, I I was at the time trying to um, take my work to a different level because I'm a photographer, a drone photographer more specifically. I do top-down photography of um, shipping, and um, I've always been interested in kind of seeing how you could add another layer. So 3D printing or 3D milling was always something I was interested in. I just didn't have the, the know-how to do it, and uh, Mate really helped me to kind of work on my project and to, to develop it further. Um, I think part of, part of that is, is the idea that ships are mostly invisible to us except if we see little boats on rivers or or in harbors um but they they are very much responsible for how we eat and consume goods or how we travel or uh, go on holidays and so um we're currently working on a project that is um supposed to launch in december covid or not um Zenoteca is very helpful because it is a huge window um where even if there is a hard lockdown we can present the work and um, and um, it was very interesting to to actually learn about materials and productions um, through working with him, from working with wood to stone to different materials, and um, it was a, a perfect match for me. So I'm very thankful and very excited uh, for the coming coming weeks. So how was this COVID lockdown process for you from March to mids? June maybe it was not possible to do anything but then there was this kind of a relaxation and then we started to do things um how was for Zeneteca throughout the summer and then how are we gonna just proceed you mentioned already that you're gonna do more window installations but it would be interesting to hear your experiences about that so it's like um it's been quite puzzling the first experience of the lockdown so one after the other, basically all the all the planned projects were uh, cancelled or are postponed to to the future. But uh, luckily, Zenoteca was able to quickly recover from from this uh, confusing uh, state of mind and uh, reinventing the space in a way which is more um, satisfying. The, um, uh, the new kind of rules and there are different periods where we can do still can do workshops and of course the designers and the artists can still visit and use the space as a co-working uh, space um, which also meant that uh, in June we were able to organize with Pierre de Paz uh, a super exciting workshop which was uh, build your own sound sculpture and in the frame of this workshop, we received uh, um, nine or 11 participants who were uh, well enough could uh, work in the, uh, in the one of the rooms of Zenoteca and they could create their uh, own sound sculptures. So uh, it's working, it's working differently. And uh, the plan from since few months is to really activate those huge windows what we we have facing to the street, and um, so far I think uh, Pierre's project is uh, the second second or third in a row. We have really a lot of feedbacks, and it can really uh, create in the street a certain community 
what would not be expected uh, during this time. So the online discourse and the, the street makes it possible that the Zenoteca is, um, is still alive and actively representing and uh, producing works. How about this new thing that you have mentioned uh, by, by a lot that this production thing, I think it's also interesting, this technolog technological support for artists as far as I understand, right? So you will be uh, producing artworks for other artists or is it just the kind of a place that some artists can come and then use as a kind of a fab lab? What kind of infrastructure that you're providing? Is it skills or materials or both? Yeah, it's quite complex. Uh, in the past uh, um, six years, um, Zenoteca was committed to gather more and more technical equipment that can support uh, different artistic and designer practices. But in the recent one and a half year, Mate, Mate Felech, the founder, um, together with Pierre, uh, they really built uh, TNT foam cutting machines. I think so far they have two or three different machines. And um, these are also the, uh, marking the beginning of, uh, of this activity of getting into 3D printing, like uh, more additive or uh, deconstructive technologies of production, production of objects, and at the same time developing uh, codes and using technology uh, to have a more uh, contemporary and reflective uh, possibilities to create art, uh, which are happen to be for the community and the people, but using various uh, ways and um, not necessarily artistic technologies to, to, to do something um, new and different. Um, so, yeah, Pierre? And uh, I, would, I would maybe add to that, that uh, my, my perception from my perspective is that it's also a lot about collaboration. It's not just about, oh, the artist comes in and they give us the concept and they come back six months later and we give them an invoice and uh, the artwork is done. But it's more about exchanging, like this is, this is the process of us building it together. What do you think? Do we want to change? Um, and it's a really like close, short feedback loop um, that, that makes it more, maybe more interesting than just a fab lab in which you have a particular idea and you come and you book the machine and the machine does it and then you come back home. I, I could also just underline what Pierre just said. I think it's not a production company where you put in an order. It's very much uh, a refreshing way to work with someone who has experience, who's worked with other artists. And for me personally, producing art can be a, quite a lonely affair and, and having someone to bounce ideas off or work with someone who has experience is, is, is really enriching because for me it was understanding the processes of Zenoteca and really um, pushing pushing my boundaries and, and really um, the true collaboration where you feel like okay you've they've added a lot and and, and push back in, in both directions so it's really great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It can be somehow also understood as a new kind of economy or ecology in ter terms of culture production. So what happens when you have a hub or you have a community, let's put it on this way, where are different knowledges are collected and there are different machines and technologies that you might be using, but you were not really confident or you got no access. But this is really much a horizontally organizing community who, who provides you this 
gifts, but also receives what you can contribute to this. So that's that's a basically a social experiment which is growing very organically and really connecting very very different and various people. And um, that's why we are so glad to talk with you to chat today and uh, probably just have you have you around in the future and do something together, you know. Yeah, and I would also add that there, there are obviously very successful artists who can afford hiring people. And, and I think the refreshing thing for Zenoteca is that it, it gives you as an artist the opportunity to, to enhance your skills without necessarily needing that kind of structure and, and funds yourself. Um, so that for me is very exciting. No, I find it really interesting because, yeah, um, many artists who has limited skills, they they need to learn things and then if they don't want to learn it, they just basically ask for a service from some other places. But then I wonder, is it this collaboration, is it more like a kind of a temporary membership for you as well to have an access to the space and work with the others? Or is there a kind of a, I'm, so, I'm very interested how you schedule with that kind of, you said social experiment, but it is also, I don't know how to put it into words, um, yeah, it's how you manage this time and then just collaboration and then how you give the value to the existing members or are they just like a new member who is coming and joining and then just using the space and then the tools and also learn from the skills from the other. How is that process continues throughout the days or months? Okay, so it's it's relatively organic. It's not institutionalized. I'm very curious to to hear the artists, Pierre and Philippe, who has the actual experience. But so far, uh, from my understanding and from my personal experience, there are the fixed members who are actually renting a space, a table or a room at Zenoteca, such as upcycling, they are doing the furniture design. There is Infinity Forms, Proto Future, which is a post-production company. So you can, when you go to the space, you talk to them. They they are very open-minded. And then you are in a conversation. You have a, a project idea. You talk with Mati and Mati will like pop up, I don't know, five, ten different ideas, how you can realize it in what frame. He looks into the calendar like it's it's a major contribution from Mate to to really run all these uh, schedules to to keep everything in one hand. So of course it's about the community and it's about culture, but there is still we cannot forget the contribution of an individual person like Mate who really facilitates this uh, this idea and the space as we know today. Uh, so it's an organic process. I would empower uh, everyone to to reach out. It's very it's very easy to communicate through Facebook or Instagram, or you see the, our website and the email address. Um, and really, it's I think it's totally open and possible. No no constraints. Radical acceptance and uh, and infinite creativity. How is your experience with production, guys? I, think I don't know. If I may, if I may start, um, I think it, it took me a while to understand what Zenoteca is, and I feel like my understanding still changes. But to give you an example, a very concrete example, is I started working with Mate, and 
we 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 came to a certain limit of what we could do, and then he introduced me to another artist um, called uh, Esteban, and and who's really talented 3D modeler, and and so basically one thing led to the other, and and that's how I understand. So take it depending on where what your needs are, they can adapt to that, right? So he, it started with a conversation about 3D printing, and he wanted show me what machines they have and maybe we could try to build something and then uh, suddenly we were talking about wood we were talking about stone we were talking about all kinds of materials where frankly had zero experience in production and i feel like i'm starting to understand how how these things work but it's 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 very much learning from each other mm -hmm. and uh, and i would add to that that uh my per my perspective is that it was uh, it's a, it's very seamless and, and very smooth in which they're it's about talking to people and asking them questions and then seeing what they, they have to, to bring to your idea and seeing what you bring to their idea um, and very and, and fairly informal in the end. And like from, from an outsider's perspective, it might seem like it's a mess sometimes, but, uh, but it, it, works, it works quite well. And there's, it's, it's, there's the phrase of like the coalition of the willing. And it seems like, yeah, as long as everybody is willing to do interesting work and be interesting and interested in what others are doing around them, um, it, it kind of maintains this this momentum or this gravitation. Yeah, basically every time you go in there, it looks completely different, and that's also exciting. <laughs> yes, yeah, and you find new things that you've never thought were in there. Yeah. Yeah. When I arrived to Berlin uh, last year, I started with a project at Zenoteca, which was Exhale Berlin. It was like a a collective self care um, event, a one day exhibition without objects. So we primarily had performances, engaging the audience, performative yoga, and um, different like um, moving image video screenings. And that was kind of an experience. Like I never really worked with such a large team, but somehow everyone activated themselves, contributed what they could. And, and I, it was such a big production we pulled together so easily and smoothly engaging 15 different artists and receiving more than like 15 people during the course of the day like that was my first recognition like how collaboration can be so elevating and and meaningful like i me who was organizing and i thought i i know the most it turned out no i know very little and i have learned so much by the people and being there and engaged to to this one day program, for instance. So after that collaboration, you stayed in Berlin and then continue working in Zonateca? Was it just like a, how did it evolve for yeah, you? Yeah, I moved, I moved from New York and by the time I, I co-organized with uh, Judith Kish, who is an artist, this uh, Exhale Berlin um, self-care event, um, I was already, uh, I moved moved here. So I knew that I'm going to stay here longer. And uh, then we worked on different projects. I helped Sonoteca with some very little curatorial or administrative stuff. And, um, and we have plans for the future as well. Yeah, I think the interesting thing to mention is that it's not, just people who, who produce and it's people like Viola who has lots of experience in, in curation and, and in public relations with the art world. And I think for an artist, this is a, another huge skill that you 
don't necessarily have, except if you work with a gallery. So it's kind of, if you, if you talk about the future of galleries and, and things changing because of the internet, as uh, so take as it is a wonderful experiment to kind of change these, these barriers a bit and, and, and give more access to artists um, that they wouldn't have. And it's very international. I also moved to New York and I was surprised to see how many people, I mean, I, I, I yet have to find a German person at Synoptica. But I think this is in general the situation in Berlin. Most of these collectors yeah. are quite international. I mean, in our collective, there's only three native German speaker uh, out of 18 people. So <laughs> I think this is a kind of a general situation in Berlin, which I love. Yeah, same here. So before we um, sum up our conversation, is there anything that you would like to add? The last words? Probably uh, if you if you want to, Philip, to if you have a date or or Pierre um, about um, really emphasize that what you can see or access and how we can see your work. What is the best way to contact you? That would be nice just to speak it out here so people can take notes. Um, so we're still in the process of coming up with a date, but I would say um, optimistically mid-December is when you can see um, my work in the in the windows of Zenoteca, which is uh, basically an installation um, about um, the Achenoa and uh, about shipping. And uh, I don't want to give away too much, but it involves lots of materials and lots of reflection of, of consumption and um, where we are and where our society is going and, and where it came from. That's so, so stay tuned and uh, we'll have hopefully more exact dates very soon. And on my side, the, the information, because it's already a running exhibition, you can find it on the Donald website. Thank you so much for your time and your availability to chat with me. I'm very happy to learn about Sonateca and its structure and you people as well. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tucha. Thank, Thank you, you, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Ron. Art Next Door. Prepared by Tucha Era. Art Next Door is a bi-weekly radio show on Keith FM. <laughs>